Ladies and gentlemen, Bulgaria. What do you know about Bulgaria? I mean, this was just one of those countries that I went to because I found cheap flights to it, and I had no idea what to expect, as you probably get used to it in all of these freaking stories. I never know anything, I never plan anything, and I just really go with the flow. Um, what was happening this time, it was I was living in Italy and I had, you know, this whole Ferragosto, which means everybody in Italy just doesn't work in August. It's like a whole month worth of vacation. I know it sounds foreign to you uh, North American people over here listening to me, but in Europe, a lot of people actually just get like a whole month or like 45 days worth of uh, vacation days per year. So it's not like really out of the ordinary and it's not actually something that's like special for them. Anyways, um, I had this, you know, flight, you know, to, to Sofia, which is the capital of Bulgaria. And it's just this like amazing uh, city. I, I just, you know, just to jump into it, like just getting there, uh, landing and just walking to the hostel. Like I knew that this was like a city that was going to blow my mind. There were just stray dogs everywhere with tags on it um, and just like these big orthodox churches and it just looked like the type of place that had a lot of history happen there and um i just love history i love these types of the you know architectural like anomalies when you see like um, like a church from one place and maybe like a mosque from another place and and bulgaria is really like that freaking country because um, for those of you who don't know, Bulgaria is like right, you know, like the edge of the Balkans, which is like, uh, you know, like Croatia, Serbia, you know, Bosnia, Montenegro, um, Albania, all of those like co countries um, kind of go into Bos uh, well, Bosnia, into Bulgaria, and that's like the gateway to Turkey. And like, you know, they have, they're just like right in the middle. And, and like all of those countries were kind of conquered by the Ottomans, which is like the historical uh, Turkish people. Um, and, and so it's just like a really, really cool place to be because you have all of this Orthodox kind of tradition and massive, I think it's the biggest Orthodox church in the world in, in Sofia. And, and you get to go there. Um, obviously, I ended up going there. But it was just a really cool place because, um, you know, just starting off, like getting there that first night, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to eat. I didn't know what was traditional. And I very quickly realized in the airport that I had no idea how to read Cyrillic. So uh, upon getting to the hostel, um, checking in, getting my room, whatever, um, it, I was like, okay, like if I have to do anything tonight, it's not go out because I was really exhausted. Um, a travel day towards Bari to get um, there and I had just like uh, fractured uh, my collarbone with a scooter accident. So I wasn't really trying to party too much because I needed to take it easy on it. And um, what ended up happening was just like I said, screw it. I sat down and I decided to learn how to read Cyrillic. And then, um, which might sound crazy, but it's a phonetic alphabet. So more or less, you just learn what the equivalencies are in you know English or in Latin, Roman um, alphabet. And so I was able to like go out into like the world the next day, just saying like, okay, I don't know what the fuck I'm reading, but really like, it's just freaking cool that I'm able to, you know, read these things now. And it was cool because, you know, I went for like, call it breakfast. I you know ended up finding this little corner store that just sells all kinds of goods. But uh, what you realize really soon in Bulgaria or anywhere you go in the Balkans is that all of these little corner stores have their own little kind of like food that they prepare and they, they kind of have in like a buffet kind of, not a buffet, but like a cafeteria kind of way. So you can get your little, um, 
you know, plastic containers filled with um, whether it's Ivar or cheese or like some, you know, uh, tomato or something like casserole. I don't know what it is. Like they have all these like traditional foods that they serve in these tiny little shops and these little uh, corner stores. Uh, convenience stores are extremely convenient because you can eat there. And, and so I didn't really know what I was getting. I just kind of pointed out a few things, but I knew that while reading one thing that it said paprika. And so I was like, what? Paprika is a spice, right? But apparently that's the, the word for pepper in um in Serbo-Croatian or Bulgarian as well, because that's not actually the same language, but they're all, you know, in the same family. And it was really cool because, you know, I, I just felt very confident about my ability to then navigate whatever it was. And uh, what do you do when you get to a capital city and you don't know anybody and you didn't meet anybody in a hostel? You go to the free walking tour. And uh, what was cool about this free walking tour was that you actually get to like go hike up a mountain and so it's like really non-traditional. It's not like you're walking around the, the city of Sofia and you're you're kind of getting that experience. No, you're literally like leaving the city. You're taking a bus with everybody and you're walking up a mountain. And so uh, what was really awesome about Sofia was that walking up that mountain, obviously you start meeting whoever's on, on their free walking tour and I was alone. So um, I ended up making uh, two friends, one Bulgarian friend and one Taiwanese friend as well as these four Italian girls who were from Bari, which just so happened to be um, a city that I'd been to previously, a city I may have mentioned on this podcast as well, and the city that I, I flew into Sofia from and would have and will have like later on, um, later, you know, to get back into Italy and back to uh, Catanzaro, which is where I lived. So it was really cool to make that friendship knowing like, hey, like, you know, in, in two weeks or three weeks when this trip's over or when this leg of the trip is over like we should meet up in Bari and, and hang out and uh and we did obviously uh multiple times at this point now in 2020 um but in 2017 it was cool because you know you walk up this mountain and they're you know Italians and like they're not used to just walking up mountains especially they're southern Italians Bari's in the south so um in Puglia there's not really many mountains and and these were definitely uh more like city girl kind of uh attitude so uh just watching them I guess suffer to go get up to what was supposed to be like a really beautiful waterfall and you know just like them suffering and like almost giving up and falling and slipping um Marta was kind of like the clumsy one and uh it was really cool because um that whole thing was uh just like this this experience, you know, it's like seeing different people who are either used to or not used to hiking um, to different degrees and just being able to uh, see that and, and just push them and be like, all right, screw it. Like we're going to this waterfall. We're going to, you know, go and do all of this stuff. Um, and uh, it was cool. And we became friends. We went out for drinks and we decided that we were going to travel together um, later on. And uh, we finished our night like uh, getting a few beers in a bar in, in Sofia. And uh, we planned to go to Plovdiv together. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Plovdiv is, I believe, the oldest city in Europe. Um, now, you can correct me if you guys are um, trying to tell me that I'm wrong, but there are like crazy things to do in Plovdiv. I think I might just save that for the next episode because I still have quite a bit to say about Sofia. Um, aside from having, you know, like this huge Orthodox church, it's, it's just really nice to explore Sofia for the reason of like just seeing that the metro stations are completely filled with Roman ruins, like from like the Roman Empire. And 
if you look at the map of you know the the Roman Empire historically, um, they ex extended all the way to like Romania and and Turkey and things like that. And so Bulgaria is obviously part of that. So this has as much Roman history as any other place in Italy or in you know Western or Europe or Northern Africa or whatever. And so it was really cool because as they're like making these metros and maybe they're trying to build a mosque or they're trying to build a church or something, they, they get to like a brick, you know, they just see this brick and they're like, wait a second, this is not a normal brick. This looks like a historical brick. And then they find out um, and, and, you know, tune in for the Plovdiv episode that this is like a Roman ruin. And so then they need to kind of adjust their metro system around that. So something very similar to what you get in the city of Rome when they're trying to build these metro stations and then they just like excavate something and then it's like suddenly an archaeological site. Bulgaria has so much of that and they have these like ancient Roman roads. I think they also had the um, one of those Arc de Triomphe, you know, like the triumphant arcs. It was just really, really amazing and beautiful place to go. Sofia is just like one of those capital cities that like you could drink in a park um, as you can in, in Europe, but like they have these little like bars. And so they had all these little tiny um, bars in the park that you could just kind of hop from one to the other and a little bit overpriced relative to Bulgarian prices. But it was just insane to be able to have that experience. And in a park, I ended up meeting uh, a dude who was a tour guide um, at the time. And he was really cool because he spoke English and he was able to give me a lot of the history and like, you know, how the Ottomans came and how, um, you know, Bulgaria actually was never part of the Soviet Union, even though it's like right there. And it was like cornered between, you know, Yugoslavia and the so Soviet Union. And they did have uh, communism, but they were not part of, you know, either of the two. So they kind of had their own, you know, pride and never um, I guess, conceding to any of those two nations, along with having, you know, Turkey to the other side is a really big, like, powerhouse nation kind of um, area. And Bulgaria is just, like, right in the middle of it, which is, is cool. And it, it dates back to, you know, ancient Greeks as well, who, you know, as they were going into Anatolia and things like that, they had to pass through Bulgaria. So it's just one of these countries. And Sofia is, is one of those places that has more history than you can mention uh, in one episode, and it's just so incredibly beautiful to see these ancient, like, Orthodox churches and ancient mosques and things like that that are just so foreign to people who travel to mainly Western European, like, uh, destinations. So um, lots of kudos to that city because, like, there's just trams and amazing food, and I, I just can't even, I can't even go over uh, how amazing it was. And, and, like, when you get into, like, that main huge uh cathedral or basilica it was just insane just like pure marble like pillars that are just made like out of one massive marble stone and it's just like mind-boggling how they could even create that and just have this grandiose like i don't know it's it's like if you've been to budapest like you've seen crazy root like um you know basilicas like that but like not even as big and you've seen like all of the marble and the granite and just like scale it up twice as big and like ah, Sophia was was really really cool and um with that I'm, I think I'm just going to keep this episode at that because I have a lot that I want to say about Plovdiv that I'll, I'll talk about in the next episode so uh thank you stay tuned stay um stay safe out there and uh yeah toast out <laughs>